Hello guys, this is Aaron Moore from AC Ministries. Here we are with our weekly podcast, and I am so glad that you guys have tuned in today. Now, before we get started with the message, I would like to throw something out there. Um, If you could, um, I don't know how many of you are on our Facebook page. It's AC Ministries WV on Facebook. If you could please go there and go to the community tab of that page and scroll down, you'll see how many likes and follows that the page has. Well, right underneath that, you should see a button that says Invite Friends. If you could go there, and then also, once you go there, there should be a a little tab pop-up that says Select All or Invite All. If you could click that and invite all of your friends to like our page, we would so greatly appreciate it. That helps us get our name out there, and that helps us to be able to spread the word to the kingdom. So, before we get into the message, we just ask that God would bless you through everything this week. Lord Jesus, we just ask that you just bless our followers, God. God, we ask that you help them, Lord, through whatever they're going through, God. We ask that you just uh, that you just lay your hand of grace and mercy upon them, God. God, if they're traveling, Lord, give them traveling mercy, Lord. Lord, if they're lost, your Father God, and they're listening to this for the first time, Lord, I ask that you convict their hearts, God. God, that you would just bring them into the kingdom of God, Lord, through your sweet Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Now on to the message. Hello, everybody. This is Aaron Moore once again. And I do want to start off by apologizing. If you can hear my dryer running in the background, I'm trying to get as far away as possible from it. And if you can hear it, I am so sorry. But anyway, I want to do a little bit of a a talk here today um, concerning Joseph and and his promise and all that. So if you are with us um, and you have your Bible, you can go to Genesis 41 and 14. And and that's the verse we're going to be working with today. It says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Now this is taken from the story of Joseph. We know from being told and taught to us as children, we remember that Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, then betrayed by Potiphar's wife, then thrown into jail. Now we catch back up with him here as he is going to interpret the dream of Pharaoh. Now I want to focus on this verse specifically. Notice the wording in this verse. He shaved himself and changed his raiment. God spoke out to me in this verse about our identity in the kingdom. And what he does to discourage, and what Satan does to discourage us along the way. Notice that Joseph had to change his raiment and shave before he went before Pharaoh to interpret his dream. Now the enemy will use any tactic to get us off of our game by getting us to question our position in God's kingdom, and that's one of them. As we see Joseph here, he has taken on the identity of the prisoner, trapped in the cell of the enemy. But remember, Joseph was called for a purpose and a reason, just as many of us are called for a purpose for such a time as this. But just like Joseph, many of us have put on the identity of a prisoner in jail. Now, I want to expand on that if I can, if God will help us here to expand upon it. 
What do I mean by we have taken on the identity of a prisoner in jail? Well, a lot of times and a lot of different places that I have been, people are discouraged to use what the gift that God has given them, uh, the, the gift that God has, has allowed them to have and, and has blessed them with. They're discouraged to use it because of the main reason being the pastor or, or the, the um, religious body of the church doesn't believe in the gifts. Or they say, you know, well, we don't do that here. We've never done that here. Why would we start now? You know, tradition will kill a church quicker than, than anything. And then the next thing to that will be a split in the church. So, what I'm saying here is, Satan will use every tactic that he can, everything that he can do, to be able to discourage us, to be able to say, well, that's not of God, you know, and so on and so forth. But uh, we'll, we'll expand on this a little bit more. I want to go on here, and it says... Uh, where am I getting this? Well, I would like to take you through this verse to explain. <clears throat> when you read about this, the word raiment is a word used for clothes, but it also is used for another word as mantle. So with that being said, what does that mean? Well, a mantle, a mantle sorry, is a covering of sorts. It's also something that was used to identify Old Testament prophets or as we would put in our terms for now, to identify as Christians, to identify us as Christians. So what am I saying? Well, this covering is an identifying factor in your walk with God. If you walk in the identity of being one of God's chosen, or being one of God's children, then you can work fully in your position in the kingdom of God. See, that's where the whole doubt thing comes in. If we doubt what our position is in the kingdom of God. If we doubt that we are being called to preach, to teach, to, to evangelize, to be an apostle, if we are a disciple, if we, if we doubt that, then are we really operating in the kingdom of God like to our fullest potential, I guess is what you would want to say. Are we really giving God our 100%? Well, personally, I don't feel so because... If I walk around and, and say, well, I'm not this and I'm not that, even though that I am, am I doing my job like I'm supposed to? Let me see if I can get this out. If, if I am, let's say, a mechanic, and I'm a very good mechanic, but because someone along the lines told me that I wasn't a good mechanic, and I, I let that eat at me and eat at me and eat at me, and I finally say, well, I'm not, I'm not as, as good a mechanic as what I thought I was. And I just let that keep on eating at me. Pretty soon, I'm not going to be doing what I am good at. See what I'm saying? So with that being said, let's turn to the first part where Joseph shaved himself. Now, I love this. When I read this, I, I was reminded of Paul regarding the old man. Uh, you know, old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Now remember, Joseph has been in prison for a pretty good while. We're, we're looking at, you know, he's been in there for about two years or so. So I'm sure he's become shaggy, and he's, you know, pretty rough looking, just as the old man gets from birth. 
Now, I'm not saying you have to change your physical looks, because God looks on the inner man, not the outer man. But I firmly believe that you will not go back to the old things that you once done, and I will believe that you will bring into captivity every thought unto Christ. Which, that's in the Bible too, by the way. Um, which, let, let's hit on that for a second. I, I hate to hit on this because, you know, there's a lot of people that doesn't agree with this. There's some people that's touchy about all this, but... Um, I believe firmly that what you used to do as a sinner, you are not going to do as a Christian. Now, let me back this up here. That includes drinking. That includes shacking up. That includes, um, for lack of a better word, sleeping around. That includes the language that you used to use. And a lot of people, they have this, this thought of this, you know, this idea that this language that, that we used to use as sinners, you know, it's not the same as what the Bible is saying, you know, not to swear and so on and so forth. Well, my question is this. If it convicted you whenever you was lost, then what makes it right whenever you become saved? And I'll just leave that there. So, you know, this is a real short one. And I, I want to wrap this up here. So where does this leave us? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I want to challenge each and every one of you to find your identity in the kingdom if you haven't already. I want to challenge you to look at the enemy when he brings up the past and remind him that it's under the blood. I challenge you to look Satan in the eye through the power of the Spirit, and tell him that you are no longer a prisoner of his words. And what he tells you, you are. You're chosen. You're a rule priesthood, a redeemed person, adopted, loved, fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a calling on your life. You have a position in the kingdom. Only you can walk in. Only when you sell out completely in your calling, though, and your servitude to God, then and only then will you be able to give God 100%. You have to be able to walk in faith that God's the of the of the calling that God has for you, and that you're made to do. Trust me when I say God knows what you use, what your use is in the kingdom. He has never been wrong, nor will he ever be. Now I want to remind you of something. I, I want to throw this out here. A very good friend of mine showed me something about Satan and about God. He showed me something very interesting. And, and, you know, it's so simple that even a child could understand it. And that's what I love about it. It's so simple, and yet I haven't been able to notice it all these years. If you take what Satan says to you, and you flip it. Now, understand what I'm saying here. If he tells you that you are no good for anything, flip that, and that is what God is trying to tell you, that you were good for something. You see what I did there? If he tells you, well, you're going to make a fool out of yourself if you go to that altar and give your life to Christ. He's lying to you, folks. He's the father of lies. We know this. And just as I said before, take that and flip it. 
And God is trying to tell you, your life will be changed if you go and give your life to me. If you go to that altar and give your life to me. Your life will be different. Your life will be better. You know, I think of that song, I want to be different. I want to be changed whenever I think about people that are lost. Whenever I was lost, I didn't know that there was something better. Until one night, I heard a, a man preach about Jesus. You know, it changed my world forever. And I even grew up in church. And I thought I was living right. But in the end, all I was doing was playing church. And folks, I'm going to be honest with you right now. If you play church, you're just as lost as what the sinner out on the street or in the bar is. So I urge you today that you give your life to Christ. And I hope something that was said here in this short little uh, talk here today may have helped you along your way, may have strengthened you. And I pray that God blesses you throughout the rest of the week. We'll see you next week right here at AC Ministries. Hey guys, this is Aaron Moore once again. We hope that you enjoyed today's message and that maybe something that was said helped you a little bit, encouraged you a little bit, made you decide you're going to press on just a little bit more. And maybe if you're listening today and you're lost and don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. Maybe something that was said touched your heart and you'll make the choice to make Jesus your Lord's Master today. You know, it's not really that hard. We're the ones that make it hard. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And it's that simple. Thank you.